Welcome to the Akashic Musings Podcast. My name is Laura Mazzotta, and I will be your guide during this sacred experience. I'm an Akashic healer and teacher, and I've also been a therapist for almost 20 years. This podcast is your go-to opportunity for all things healing, inspiration, and empowerment. I will be sharing potent wisdom from divine intelligence in the space of the Akashic Records. For more understanding of what the Akashic Records are, I encourage you to listen to episode one or head over to my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'm so grateful to have you here, receiving the powerful energetic shifts that radiate through these messages. Just by listening in, you're doing your part to raise the vibration of the planet and fully realize our natural state of wellness and vitality. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. Today we are going to be talking about panic. This is something that's been coming up in a lot of people lately. There's been a lot of energy moving and a lot of shifts, not only in the cosmos, but in the collective. And people are feeling this catalyst for change. Like they're feeling like this energy has been shifting the direction they want to go, the definition of who they are old patterns that they don't want to hold on to anymore. And our nervous system reacts to that. Our nervous system likes being in a comfort zone. It's used to that because when we go outside of it, it feels threatened. So panic is really about regulating your nervous system on a regular basis, on a daily basis. And when it comes up, it's rarely related to anything that's going on around you in that moment. It's typically almost always a buildup of energy that has been building for years, decades, maybe lifetimes. And it's simply a discharge of energy from your nervous system because it can't hold it all anymore. And then it comes out as panic. Okay. So one of the best ways to prevent this is to be able to do consistent daily practices to nourish and nurture yourself. That can take time, especially if you're somebody who's go, 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 and your pace is a million miles a minute, because a lot of times we get caught in that with our anxiety to distract us from what's underneath and to distract us from having to really process and and turn toward some of these emotions that might not feel comfortable. And in the therapy world, a lot of times it's about diving into what are the reasons for your panic? What are the reasons for your anxiety? Let's understand it. Let's analyze it. But panic really exists, again, in the nervous system, in the physical form. And analyzing it and understanding it, can it take a little bit of the edge off? Yes. But it's not really getting to the core and it's not really being preventive moving forward. So what I would like to talk to you about today are two vital tips to be able to move through panic in a way that is going to be sustainable for you. It's a way that you are going to be able to implement over and over and over again so that your panic becomes less and less. You're going to find that it's less often, it's less intense, and you're bounce, bouncing back from it much quicker. Okay. So sometimes we can develop panic because we have this accumulation of suppressed or repressed energy, right? Which means that we've either had events going on in our lives that we have consciously suppressed and decided, nope, I'm not dealing with that, or nope, I don't want to go there. Or 
that we have repressed energy that's been building. And that's things like maybe abuse that we don't remember from when we were little. Repressed energy very often comes from past lives or ancestral energy that we're carrying from previous generations that we don't necessarily have conscious awareness of, but our psyche and our subconscious mind is choosing not to make it conscious because we can't tolerate it at the time or it's not ready to be integrated. Okay. So those are the two ways that we can accumulate energy. And once we have awareness of it, we can do something with it. We can do something about it. The other way that energy can accumulate is actually building momentum towards something that we're going toward, okay? So this could be like, oh, I have an interview coming up that I'm really anxious about. And so that energy accumulates moving toward it because you don't want to turn towards the anxiety because you're like, I want to be prepared for the interview. So I'm just going to hold it together, okay? Where actually you'd have more clarity if you would sit with it for a little bit and it would dissipate quicker instead of continuing to build. We can also build and accumulate this energy when we're moving towards something amazing, right? Like anxiety and excitement exist on the same spectrum and you can slide from one end to the other, which is actually brilliant because you get to choose. Like one of the things that I practice is especially when I have something coming up that's really amazing or that's really fun or that's really exciting, that still carries a lot of energy. Even though it's positive, it still carries a lot of energy and my nervous system is still holding that. And that can make it feel kind of jittery and shaky and it can be overwhelming to the nervous system and it can feel like it's coming out as panic where really we just kind of want to freak out and maybe do a happy dance or something, right? But it's cool that you get to decide. So when the panic comes up, it's being able to look towards that vision. It's being able to look towards that future version of you or that thing that's coming up and realize, actually, how can this be something that I'm looking forward to? right? Even if it's something you're nervous about, maybe the interview, if it's something that you're nervous about the in, with the interview or getting the job, it's like, oh, I'm nervous about that, but I'm also really, really excited about this opportunity. I'm really excited about what I might learn about myself in this process. I'm really excited about the fact that I might actually get a new job, right? And so considering the vision, considering where you're going and not just focusing on the past, because a lot of times our minds will automatically go to what happened in the past or why am I feeling this way now or what did I do wrong, right? And that's all backwards thinking. We want present moment thinking and forward thinking, okay? But especially when you're right in the middle of a panic attack, you're gonna wanna focus on the present moment, okay? And even when we're looking forward to something that's exciting, excitement can also tire you out, just like anxiety tires you out, right? Like anxiety gets you going, and that's a good thing because you need momentum to fulfill an important vision, but it inhibits you and it drains you. Whereas excitement can also tire you out, but it's less likely to be inhibiting for you. So that's why shifting to excitement or shifting to anticipation is something that can be a shift that just allows you to basically take the energy, because that's all panic is, is energy. You don't have to look at it as panic and label it as panic, okay? Just say, oh, this is an energy that's coming up that feels like it's ready to move through because when we have emotions come to the surface, it means that they don't wanna be stuck anymore. It means that they don't wanna get trapped within us. And that's brilliant because the more they're trapped within us, the more toxic it is. So when you stuff it, when you suppress it, when you hold on to it, when you say, I just gotta get through, or when I get to this point, I'll feel better, 
you know, you are allowing that energy to build. You're condensing it, you're compressing it, and that's when it can turn into more chronic symptoms or into physical symptoms, okay? So look at panic as energy, not as panic. Don't attach a million stories to it and allow yourself to have that future vision to kind of anchor you and almost pull you forward like a magnet towards what this energy really means, right? It's movement of your energy. That's a good thing. We want your energy to move. We want the stuff that no longer serves you to fall away and to be released so that you can have a clearer vision and a clearer pathway forward. Okay. So that's really tip number one is looking at panic as energy and not panic and being able to shift the energy and just work with the energy instead of labeling it as panic and avoiding and creating a bunch of stories that you get stuck in, which really just distracts you from moving that energy through you. Okay, so tip number two is that the vast majority of the time that you're thinking of all the reasons that you feel this way, you're trying to fix it. You're trying to understand it. Okay, and so it's important for you to focus on how you can surrender more and not attach to the outcome. Like we talked about the vision just now in tip number one, right? You don't want to get so attached to that vision that you're specifically waiting for the outcome in detail to be delivered to you. Because then you're going to feel like it's never going to come and you're constantly going to stay in this cycle of panic because you're going to feel like, see, I did what she said, but it's not happening. Well, that's because you're too rigidly attached to the outcome of exactly what it looks like. So like if I want... um a gorgeous mansion with a white picket fence. Why do I want that? I want that because it makes me feel abundant. It makes me feel spacious. It makes me feel accomplished. It makes me feel free. It makes me feel excited and happy and fun, right? And so that's what I'm looking towards. So if I get excited, happy, and fun in my life, Who gives a shit if I have the mansion and the white picket fence? I don't need to attach that. I don't need to say, oh, wait, my dream didn't come true. I can actually say, wow, look, you know, I am attaching to the feeling that comes with the vision. And I'm going to put myself in that vision as much as possible to be able to feel that and to be able to know confidently that that is a possibility in my future. I might not know how I'm going to get there yet. But I know it's a possibility in my future and that's exciting and that's fun, right? So ask yourself, what's coming up that holds a strong energetic charge, even if it's positive? Okay, and that can give you some insight into how tightly am I gripping onto this? Because when we grip onto things, we're not leaving room for energy to flow between our fingers, right? There's no movement. There's no breath there. I felt this way in anticipation of the launch of my holistic mental health book that just came out. I took, I felt the, it's funny because I felt anxious. I felt anxiety, but I knew it wasn't anxiety. It was just energy. It was the momentum building because not only did I feel all of these people that were going to be receiving this and all the changes that they were going to make, but it's also the space and the foundation in my world to be able to set, to be able to hold whatever feedback they have, right? Because there are really outside of the box landmark ways of looking at mental health in this book. And some people are going to resonate and some people are not going to resonate. So for me, instead of focusing on the stories with the anxiety, 
I focused on just preparing my vibe, attending to my nervous system and comforting myself ahead of time to allow me so much space for whatever unfolded with the book launch, right? It's reminding yourself of safety, okay? Reminding yourself of safety. That's one of the biggest things that we're talking about here in tip two. Because we're not attaching to all the details that need to unfold in order for us to feel good. We're focusing on how do I desire to feel and it's safe to feel that way. It's safe to feel that way right now in this moment. And it's safe to trust that I will get there when 100% when I'm meant to. And you can assist yourself with this process by listening to any hypnoses or meditations on safety. Even a root chakra meditation is good for safety. And you can just search those on YouTube or you can just Google them and even find a couple that you can purchase if you want something that's more specific to you or what you're going through. But we hesitate to envision our future when we're in a state of panic because we don't feel like it's safe. What happens if the other shoe drops? What's going to happen, right? And so it's continuing to wire your nervous system and to soothe your nervous system and to love yourself with grace into that feeling of safety so that you know that you can feel all the things you want to feel when you're envisioning what you want in your life. Okay, the panic's always there to get your attention so that you can listen to the message underneath. It's always here to assist us and support us in exactly what is meant for us next. Okay, so it's about listening. It's about soothing. And we can't listen when our brains are going a million miles a minute. Okay, so if you need help with this, reach out to me. We can set up a one-on-one session. We can set up a brief connection call and just have a chat about what it is you're currently looking for. I love meeting new people. I love being able to know where you are in your journey and how I can support you. And I will also link the Holistic Mental Health book here so that you can check that out and grab some tools and resources for your healing journey. Thanks so much for joining me and I will see you next week on another episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. I'm so grateful you're taking the time to integrate healing at the deepest level. If you loved this episode, connect with me on Instagram at Emerge Healing and Wellness or contact me through my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'll see you next week on the next episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. Bye for now and have a wonderful week.